purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always... These are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have Andrea Cassetta. Yay! It's it's my midweek because you're all trapped in your houses and so are we. So we figured it'd be fun to put out a bonus episode to break up the monotony. Yeah. Sometimes we find little groups that are like just kind of so exciting you need to cover them like as soon as you hear about it you're like oh fuck yeah but also sometimes we find groups that are really fascinating but just wouldn't be enough for a full episode exactly so fun little bonus hell yeah bonus hardly know us they know us pretty well by now (laughs) bonus left money on the counter um Earlier today, Armando thought the thong song was just called Dump Truck. It's yeah. Been a, it's been a it's weird been a day. day. That's the line that everyone knows. I'm sticking to my dump <laughs> trucks right now. I mean, you did say Dump Truck, and I immediately was like, the thong song? Yeah. And you're like, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. You know the song that goes, she got thongs like a song. Song, song. <laughs> thongs like songs. Song, song. All those thongs. <laughs> She's got lots of thongs. I'm singing a song. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds less sexy in that version just by replacing those words because now it's like she just has an underwear collection like some of those probably have stains in them and we're like we're not as concerned you yeah know? you know i mean who would have thought dump trucks would make things more sexy exactly <laughs> i mean maybe a five-year-old who Actually, plays with them <laughs> straight up sounds like a country song <laughs> she's got dumps like a truck in my four by four <laughs> I like whiskey, but I like that ass more. <laughs> I'm just going to let her keep going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Confederate flag. No. Okay. No. All no. Right. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, you give that, was, that was a mistake. You give her an inch and she rises again. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Well, uh. today we're talking about the bunker. Okay. Oh, no. I thought it was fitting because we're all trapped Wait, in our houses. didn't we have a different bunker? We've had many bunkers. There have been. Yeah, bunkers and colts go together uh, like dumps and trucks. <laughs> I, I was going to say dump trucks and thongs, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining a dump truck wearing a thong. Mm. Sexy. Mm. That's what skin car drives. Okay, <laughs> do you know you might be too young? Also, I just canonized the fact that skin car drives his own car. <laughs> yeah, just. I don't know. I'm just remembering in the late 90s, people used to put like these like leather pieces over the front of their car where their headlights were. And I'm like, is that a skin car mask or a thong? I had one of those. Mm, It's called a bra. It's a bug shield. And also not just the bugs, but like little tiny baby rocks. My favorite part of your explanation is that you describe them as little baby rocks, which means in your mind, rocks give birth to smaller rocks. (laughs) They're a beautiful family. (laughs) And I think that everyone deserves the right, if they're in love, to have a family. Okay? Or if they get real horny. 
does this mean? And um, first of all, if they get horny, they get their rocks off. Secondly, <laughs> does this they mean rock hard? This is a kid. Does this mean that? And hear me out. Does this mean that rocks can also own pet rocks? <laughs> if they have a family, they can own a pet rock. Are they keeping their children in cages? Is that what you're implying? I don't know. I don't have a pet human. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and throw a big old copyright over this whole children's book that we're writing. <laughs> no, no, we are not. Yeah, I guess it's really not a children's book because so far all we've established it's is mostly that X-rated. Rocks fuck, <laughs> and that some rocks are kept as pets and not children, like a like a Goofy and Pluto situation where you have to. Oh, that's right, because Goofy's a dog and Pluto is also a dog. Yeah. Anyway, uh, these are the thoughts that people have when they are trapped inside of a bunker for long periods of time. I was going to say, I really identify with bunker people at this point because Paige is the only person I've seen since Armando. You guys are the only people I've seen in three weeks. I'm still not going to talk to anyone or see anyone, so it doesn't. So the bunker. About four years ago, almost to the day, it was March 6th, 2015, four women escaped from a makeshift bunker was about 29 miles west of Fort Wayne, Indiana, in the small town of Dernsville. What constitutes a makeshift bunker? He made it himself. Aren't all bunkers made? No, you can pay to have people make you a bunker. Interesting. This dude was just like, you know, slapping walls together and shit. Yeah, I guess that's true. But so do carpenters. Yeah, but most bunkers are steel reinforced with cement. I've been watching a lot of videos. I pose this to you. What is a house but an above ground bunker? I mean, you're not wrong. And that means that we all live in the building equivalent of an above ground pool. That's what we have. That's what the bunker people think we live in. They're like, look at those trash with their above ground houses. Um, I will say that in my research for this, there are many, many companies. It is not cheap. That will make you like a fully functional ass bunker. That looks like a real ass house or they like paint like landscapes on the inside of it with like a pool. There are some wild bunkers. I watched a lot of bunker footage. Um, <laughs> bunker it's, is it, footage. Is it a yeah. good is it a good landscape or is it bad? Is it like it's a still it's I mean it's inside. Like yeah. it, there's only so much that you can fool fool your own eyes inside. But I want it to be like kindergarten room on the wall that's style. A, that's about the level. Where it's very childish and they're like <sighs> the fresh air fresh air scent um it, what was really funny is the like variation in bunkers because like rich people have like the bunkers with the fake landscapes and then there was one where it was like affordable bunker versions they're like if you buy yourself a septic tank and bury it you could sit down there like you could <laughs> keep some food uh you can't get back out so you might have to figure that out but like overall it's not a bad option that's terrifying yes it that's is my nightmare i was oh. like how many people have died in septic tanks because of this youtube video excuse me if it's good enough for shit it's good enough for me well no they're not putting any shit in it they're just burying a septic tank with tubes i know and then you just like and they're like you could keep food down there so you could have food hidden out in the woods it's always a good idea to have stashes of food i was like what what why what no always have stashes of food yeah it's never been a noted problem that bears are very good at finding stashes of food anywhere i well and i was like just if if you're paying this thousands of dollars for this septic tank, why wouldn't you just get an extra freezer to put in your garage like every good soccer mom? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's where you keep the extra food. That's where the Omaha Steaks is. 
Uh, my parents are, are the opposite of preppers in, in that it was only once I got, I, I was basically out of the house by the time they got a second fridge freezer. Um, and they largely use it for their Omaha steaks. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dad loves Captain Crunch. I've never, we have tasted freeze dried ice cream, but only because it's fun. It's yeah. so good. It's honestly my favorite dessert. I, I like Dippin' Dots. It's the ice cream of the future. I know. That's why you can only get it at places like Blockbuster <laughs> and Malls. the Zoo. <laughs> the future. <laughs> Ours was at a water park. Oh, God. Just where you want frozen treats that will not last. Yeah, we had it at the mall. Our mall had, like, multiple Dippin' Dots stands. That's pretty fucking cool. I fucking love Dippin' Dots. This bunker didn't have any Dippin' Dots. No. Or any other trappings of the future. What is the point? It's basically just corrugated steel with a ladder. It's, It's essentially one step up from the septic tank, and it's got a generator hooked up to it that they would have to crank for electricity. Like oh, hand awesome. crank? Yes. That's By horrible. hand? Yeah, that's that's what hand cranked means. I know, but it sounds well no, it could also mean masturbation, but it sounds so outlandish. <laughs> no, no, no. They had Wait, to masturbate. Have, yeah. That's what I thought. It was powered by jizz. <laughs> it was not. It wasn't even like a foot pedal thing, like you had to use your arms. Yeah, it's it's an arm crank. That's the weakest limb. There's pictures of it. It's fucking weird. When these women climbed out of the bunker in twenty fifteen locals were shocked because they had no idea that right under their feet there had been this horrifying bunker the entire time and they had no idea the horrors that had taken place and the trauma that these women had experienced at the hands of reverend richard wayne gary wayne wow wait richard (laughs) wayne gary he gave himself that name which one there's a lot i mean it's really we'll get into it okay he's a character so the early life of Richard Wayne, Gary Wayne, is murky. We don't know too much. He's given multiple stories throughout the years, and the truth is often hard to parse. He has a history of making himself sound much greater than he is, um, and so the reality is sometimes difficult to get to, especially because the only real sources we have are him. So he claims that he fought in the Korean War in his early 20s before becoming a salesman and then eventually working in advertising. Uh, He claims, believe it or not, that he developed a famous Coca-Cola ad in the early 70s, but there's no proof to back this up. Um, He claims that while on a meditation retreat in California, he began developing his religion or what would become his religion but also came up with the idea for the famous like to buy the world a Coke ad, which we know he didn't. At the same time. At the same time. Okay. Yeah. Is his religion based upon buying people Coke? Um, I think maybe if he's a people uh-huh. and he's buying him's a Coke. Okay. Or some Coke. Because that is how the Los Angeles economy works. It's all based around <laughs> people buying each other a Coke. Right. People some buying Coke. each other Coke. Um. I do want to say that the way that you explained him as somebody that the only the only real information we have on it on him comes from him. Right. Um, and so there's no way to back up any of these claims. Right. Is what I like to call the Dippin' Dots law. <laughs> and that there is no proof it is the ice cream of the future and the only facts come from within. Follow the money. But there's no proof that it's not the ice cream of the future. 
Because it's not the future yet, dog. Damn. Every day is the future and we still have Dippin' Dots. Wait. So it is the ice cream of the future. So if it is the ice cream of the future, then it can't exist today unless the reason it's ice cream from the future is because it's from the future and they went back in time to give it to us now. But then that they gave us all of it so it won't be anymore. No, because every moment that we're living, like right now, this moment right now is the past of like two minutes from now that's the future and dip a dot still exist in that future so does regular ice cream but who knows how long regular ice cream is gonna last before it all becomes dipping dots i can't wait for like the cutaway scene where we see sarah connor tackle somebody trying to eat <laughs> dipping dots i have to save the dipping dots judgment day it's for my son he dun, dun, really dun, likes dun, yum. them <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 yum was good <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, big copyright on this whole sequel that we have with built-in uh, market placements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in actuality, we know that at least most of this is not true. Yeah. Because we know that Richard Wayne Gary Wayne was middle-aged in the 1990s, so he would have been in his 20s at absolute most when the Coca-Cola ad aired instead of 20 years previous during the Korean War. The only actual documentation we have of him holding down any kind of job at all is a Yelp review from 2011. (laughs) What? That declared him to be, and I quote, Dernsville's worst wedding DJ. Wow. (laughs) That's all we have. He also seems to have tried to teach karate at one point, but we only have information about that from his website. There's not, there's, it's really easy to not be the worst wedding DJ. Yeah. I think there are very, there's very few tasks you have to do to become a good wedding DJ. Like the best wedding DJ, you play the cha-cha slide, you play suavemente, and then you play back that ass up. And that's it. That's a wedding. That's it. That's a wrap. I think they played all three of those at my wedding. That's it. Yes. Perfect wedding yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. That's Perfect. all you have to do to be the best wedding DJ and not hit on anyone's aunt. That's it. Yeah. Cause that's well, terrifying. you can, but like low key, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and this next one goes out to Aunt Carol. Oh, Use man. a fine motherfucker once you back, back that ass, ass up. So, I'm just picturing this dude wedding DJing, and he's like, this next one goes out to the bride and groom, and it's just like, well, I just heard the news, did, and it's just Creed. <laughs> it's just like something no one can dance to, no one really wants to listen to. And now it's time for the father-daughter dance. <laughs> It's Britney, bitch. And then it just. <laughs> I was thinking like mm. a perfect place to put Slipknot in. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty good. Or, or back that ass up again, honestly. Or Biscuits behind blue eyes for some reason. Ooh. Now, the one thing we do know is that in the early 90s, Richard was an early adopter of the Internet. He started using chat rooms to connect with people all over the world. These connections ranged from dating to developing a website which would later become his belief system he named his website savior rick's spooky church of the scary apocalypse <laughs> what okay that's that's real um, that's just that's the scariest shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> i'm i'm for real i'm spooked right now i don't even Ooh, can you read it to me one more time Savior Rick's uh-huh. spooky church mm-hmm. of the scary apocalypse. Goosebumps, dog. I know. Goosebumps. I know. Uh, it reminds me of the werewolf bar mitzvah song. Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. Uh, it's not that, but you know. 
truly haunting. Yes, very. we're very big fans of Thirty Rock here. Yeah. Um, I think it is so hard to think of a good cult name <laughs> based on <laughs> all the times that we either see somebody have the worst cult name like this, right? Or you'll see you'll see somebody change it every couple of years yeah i feel like this violates my number one rule of cult names which is too many words too many words you know because like people's temple two words heaven's gate two words like bridge davidians two words keep it short and sweet and keep culty. it short and sweet dump truck two, two words, words. <laughs> what what <laughs> two <laughs> words song song two, two words. words see it always works always works but when you get into like the temple of the awakening of the prophecy of the man who comes from heavens down to the two witnesses of the tree. I already left, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's too much to get tattooed on my body. Yeah. <laughs> Property of the ascending temple. Oh, I think I fucked it up. Oh, <laughs> I'm no. need, like four bulls to cover this up. <laughs> oh God. What's the what's this part of your body called? I call it cum gutters, and I know that's controversial. <laughs> the cum gutters. I yeah, mean, the, I always call it the sex like, runway. The, the sex, sex runway. runway. Yeah, if you want to get a sex runway tattoo, it has to be short and sweet. Two I, words. I you feel know? like my use of the word cum gutters just tells you how many gay bars I hung out with in my early 20s. That's okay, because I call cum dipping dots. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's you more ruined like, dipping dots for me. <laughs> more like dripping dots. Dipping dip dots. It's the children of the future. <laughs> no. Why is it so salty? Sperm. It's supposed to be a dessert. <laughs> you can't freeze sperm. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and throw a big copyright over this thing <laughs> that we are going to sell exclusively to malls, airports, and zoos. Dippin' Dots is people. <laughs> oh, my God. If I, you are looking for an alternative, a cheap alternative to in vitro fertilization, well, have <laughs> I got a product for you. Sherbert or cookies and cream? <laughs> cookies and make me cream. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. God. Dippin' oh, Dots. Make if, it stop. If you're hearing this, I'm. we're open to partnership here. <laughs> this is gold. Don't make me take this shit to Ben and Jerry's, Doc. <laughs> Armando's Ooh, flavor is Dulce de Leche. <laughs> Ooh. Dulce get leche. <laughs> But somehow it's lactose free. Hmm. It's cool because we can just keep Jerry Garcia as Jerry Garcia. You could. And then you've got Rocky Chode. There's Ooh. so many options. I love this. Uh, now, he started targeting women online. Surprise, surprise. Who knew? Yeah. And I say women, but girls. Aww. His first target was 14-year-old Cindy Picorni. Cindy was still in junior high when she was abducted. She actually still had her full braces at the time. Oh, my God. Braces that she would not be able to remove until they escaped the bunker. How did she keep them clean? I have to imagine pipe cleaners, but I don't know much about <laughs> how many pipe cleaners are in the apocalypse. It's, wait, is that real? Do you really use pipe cleaners to clean braces? Did you not have braces? No. You have like a little toothpick thing and you floss. It looks like it's a tiny like... Christmas tree. You're like... Whoa. It's gross and it sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. But you get fun colors. I wanted braces and glasses so bad when I was a kid because everyone else had them. And now that I have glasses, I hate them. And now that I have to take care of teeth, I want them gone. It, honestly, meth makes sense more and more no, each day. No, you have perfect teeth. And I'm so mad because I had braces for four years and my one tooth has already migrated back behind another one. I had braces. What? Yeah. Look at it. 
Your tooth took a vacation? Yeah, it did. My, They're my, lazy. My I don't bottom, have a retainer. Yeah, my bottom teeth. Because you eventually grow out of your retainers and, you know. Uh, so my bottom teeth kind of migrated a bit. But I had headgear. Whoa. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, briefly. You got a tiny-ass mouth, girl. I do have a really tiny mouth. It's been a problem. I'm missing eight teeth. Really? Oh, they pulled them so that they yeah, because they physically my teeth physically don't fit in my mouth to the point where when I had a bunch of dental work done earlier this year, they were like, "What? Where are your teeth?" <laughs> and I had to be like, "I've had like eight teeth removed, so I can eat." Look, doctor, I'm tired of explaining it, so I've made a seven part podcast series called "Where the Fuck Are My Teeth?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing, I'm missing all four wisdoms. Uh-huh. Same. Two front. Mm-hmm. Same. And then additional ones in the back. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm missing eight full teeth anyway so cindy had to keep her braces on the entire time um he targeted her online and he had been trying to meet up with her and actually stood her up multiple times before finally visiting the steakhouse where she worked part-time as a hostess because she was only 14 so basically she could just seat tables that's about it and remember this is the 90s because now labor, labor laws, laws they bit have different. changed. Yes, God, the '90s were such a wild time. Hold no on. laws. You don't remember. <laughs> That's why they any called it them. the Wild West. You don't. You have no memory of it. Mm-hmm. He told her he had baby rabbits in the back of his van, Aww. and that she should come to see them. <gasps> Andrea, if anyone ever tells you they have baby <laughs> rabbits, you run. I saw baby rabbits at the swap meet the last time we were like went Aww. out, and I was like, "Are these for food or pets?" And then I got really upset. They're probably for pets. They were in a cardboard box. That's that that leans pets Honestly, to me. Honestly, it's buyer's choice if you if we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> like true, you don't true. once you get rid of the bunny, you don't get to choose. He what did happens. have dogs and baby turtles there too. So I imagine oh. it was pets. Oh, then it was for food cuz turtles are <laughs> delicious. But they, they were the teeny tiny ones. Even better. <laughs> you call those sliders. Yeah. <laughs> They're like oysters. You slurp them out of the On shell. On the half shell. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. geez. You eat them raw. Now, she didn't really necessarily trust that he had baby rabbits, but she says that she didn't want to be rude. So she went to the van anyway. Women, you never have to worry about a stranger's feelings. Run. You don't have to listen to people. Next, he abducted 13-year-old Kimberly. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and not too long after either. She was in the eighth grade. She ran away from home because her mom, she and her mom got into an argument about whether or not she could wear a miniskirt. He approached her on her bike, and she did not fall for the rabbits. She was like, fuck you. You don't have no rabbits. Uh, But he grabbed her anyway and forced her into the van, leaving just her bike behind. And that was the only clue about her disappearance for years. Next was Donna Maria Nunez, a 40-year-old Hispanic woman who was employed at a local housekeeping company called Happy Maids at the time. Okay, she doesn't fit the profile so far. No, uh, but after being sent to the Reverend's house to clean... He refused to let her leave and forced her into the bunker with the two teenage girls. Oh, my God. So, hold up. He believes it's the apocalypse, but he's still going outside? Well, that's kind of the thing. He keeps trying to tell them it's the apocalypse and that everything outside is dead and gone. But there he's still... new people. Yeah, and he s- seems to go outside whenever he wants. It was... He did make it seem like it was just a separate part of the bunker, Okay. But it was really the exit. This is a lot like that movie with John Goodman. Yes, Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Okay. Ten, mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane fucking, ah, oh, man, I love that movie so this much. This is so good, and it fucked me up hard, because the whole time you're like, he's lying. 
It's yeah. not real. And then it was the apocalypse. But this time I think it's the opposite. Whoa, wait, that was the twist? I thought the twist was that Roseanne never shows up. <laughs> I was like, damn, they got me. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, the last of the four women was Gretchen. Gretchen was a little bit different. She was a few years older, um, not than Donna Maria, but a few years older than the younger girls. She had listed locks of her hair for sale on Craigslist. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the reverend had purchased some of the locks of her hair for unknown reasons. Uh, there's not too many reasons. I know. We Well, we don't really know what he did with them. I and we know what he did with them? them. I mean, I'm assuming that, but like no one ever found them or anything. Weird. After this transaction, they began to email back and forth, during which Gretchen says she thought he had some pretty good ideas. Gretchen voluntarily joined the cult. During her time in the bunker, Gretchen was the only really devout member of the four women. The other three went along with a lot of things because you're stuck in a fucking bunker and what else do you do? Um, but Gretchen was the only one that was voluntarily there and excited to be there for the bulk of the time. Pretty weird. So she drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, Yeah, she cranked sure. the hand crank, for yeah, sure. Yeah, she cranked the hand crank. She maintained her devoutness after her rescue through the reverend's trial all the way through when their marriages that aren't legal anyway were annulled. The reverend tried to marry all four of them. But Weird. like to each other or to him? To him. Okay. But like that's not legal, so it doesn't really matter. No. Most of that was cleared up during the trial, but she stayed with him literally the entire time. I would love to tell you that like she's doing great now, except that she joined a large group awareness training. No. And then left it. Oh. And then started her own. Oh. No. Cults beget cults beget cults. It's like cults be fucking. Cults be fucking. Cults are a lot like rocks. <laughs> they make little tiny baby cults. As for Reverend Richard's beliefs, he referred to God as a being called Gosh. What? To, yes. Um, he also repeatedly tried to convince the women in the bunker that the apocalypse had already occurred and that they were living in a post-apocalyptic world where they are the only survivors along with him, where he's living in his portion of the bunker and they're living in theirs. He forced them to wear long conservative dresses with full sleeves and large braids, kind of like the Warren Jeffs women. Right. Mm -hmm. When you say conservative dresses, do you mean like they were really long or all the dresses support gun owners? Uh, the dresses support gun owners. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I thought. I mean, the dresses own multiple bunkers. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I was thinking long and pastel. Okay. They also had to complete chores in the bunker to basically maintain the bunker. Most notably, they had to turn a crank to preserve air in the bunker. Now, they later determined after they escaped that the crank was not connected to air at all. They had plenty of air, but rather... The crank was part of a generator system powering the reverend's electricity so that he didn't have to give money to the government. He was completely off grid. They were basically hamster wheeling his house. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Also, they must have been jacked by the time they left. I would have jacked in like the first 10 minutes. <laughs> and I got to go use the old hand crank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Late. I got to get this dress off. Anyway, um, I... I do really want the sequel of one of their stories to be 
them getting out and then doing like a remake of the uh the arm wrestling movie with uh, Stallone <laughs> uh which the name of which escapes me for some stupid reason but um hey, over, over the top over the top you were right i was right um anyway so the women were in the bunker for eight years oh god it wasn't until a rat found its way into the bunker that kimberly the youngest started to doubt that everything above the ground was dead because obviously the rat came from somewhere it needed air it needed sunlight it probably was from above so the one that ratted on the reverend was a literal rat a literal rat damn yeah nice so she confronted the reverend about it he denied it um but she waited for him to go away and then they while he was asleep began working to open the door and were able to open the bunker door and escape out into the open damn now, understandably, this is a huge news story because it's not every day that a bunch of people escape from a bunker and all four of these women had been missing for eight years. So they were dubbed the mole women because they came out of the ground. Story checks out. Okay. Story checks out. Cindy and Kimberly, who had been the youngest going in and were now only in their early 20s coming out, sought a return to normalcy and attempted to reintegrate into into society, finishing school, getting jobs, etc. Gretchen stayed loyal to the Reverend and, as I mentioned, joined a large group awareness training and then eventually founded her own. And then Donna Maria Nunez founded a salsa and enchilada sauce company, banking on the name Mole Women and its similarity to the word mole. That's brilliant. Pretty good. That's, That's brilliant. It's pretty good. And if this story doesn't sound familiar to you yet... There is actually a song about their escape, and I'm going to play it for you now. Four women rescued from an underground apocalypse cult. I am now joined by a neighbor who watched all the drama unfold, Walter Bankston. Mr. Bankston? Oh, yeah, yeah. What had happened was I was out, so I talked about time with my grandson. When I didn't know where 400 police vehicles came booking. They were busting up in that weird old white dude's house. about that whole trend of turning news stories into <laughs> auto songs. Yes. I totally forgot that was a thing until this song. And now I'm just like, oh my God, an era is over. Do you remember when you weren't actually famous until whatever you were famous for got an auto-tune remix? Yes. Oh my Truth. God. And obviously it's April Fool's Day. Yes. <laughs> got you, motherfucker. Probably not. Right. This was probably our most obvious one, I would say. But it was also, you know, we were trapped in bunkers. So yeah. it was pretty fitting. Uh, I will say it's ironic that the only real mole woman was the rat that let them know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That everything was okay on the outside. I am also now kind of craving mole. <laughs> Same. Honestly, Constantly. I'm craving anything that doesn't come from my house. Oh, yeah. oh I- Ouch, first of all. Armando's an excellent cook, but I am not. And if he's not hungry at the same time as me, it's bad. Mm. Secondly, um, I will say that I had never realized until this moment that uh, 
10 Cloverfield Lane is just the much sadder, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You're welcome. My oh, favorite God. line in the theme song is just white dudes hold the record for creepy crimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. It's pretty much the best. Um, so, yeah, it's it's April Fool's Day with unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. We got you. Uh, go watch it on Netflix, I guess. Netflix, pay us money. Um, no, well, whatever. Come on. Or, or. Pick up, pick up our show about rocks and their families. It's it, like Shameless, but it's gravel. Yeah. It's just stop motion animation of actual rocks with googly eyes. <laughs> just banging together while we're like, uh, uh, in the background. Can you stop giving away the juice? <laughs> we have struck gold, goddammit. We struck foot juice and we're not letting it go. Remember that cute ass French claymation snail that was a big deal for a while? Marcel the shell? Yeah, we could be that, but for rocks. What the mm. fuck X-rated rocks. About? It was just a shell, not a snail. What? It's a whole thing. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hopefully self-quarantining uh, if you can. And if you can, at least maintain social distancing um, and try to touch as little stuff as possible wash your hands touch your own genitals and nothing else definitely yes. don't touch your face yes if especially you, not right after your genitals touch your downstairs face do you know Please how wash to, every day do you know how to make sure that when you go shopping no one will try to talk to you or come near you if you're touching your genitals as soon as you walk into the target say these hands have touched balls and then just walk through mm. now the part that fails is no not everyone's going to hear you because targets are big so you have to say it down every aisle and even if you don't need to go down that aisle so you need to just walk down the aisles of target going these hands have touched balls <laughs> no wait the shampoo's down aisle 12 these hands have touched balls i will say that going into public with armando and going to public without armando even right now is still wildly different people still like don't keep their distance or they'll try and say hello to me or like whatever and i'm just like social distancing but when i go with armando it's just like People walk around us, and yeah. it's great, and I love it. I look like she's trying to explain to me what life out of prison is supposed to be like. <laughs> For those of you newer to quarantining, because some states only just announced it basically this week, mm -hmm. uh, I know it's probably very scary now, uh, but good news, once you get past like the week plus hump, grocery stores are stocked again, and it's not so bad. Yeah. And you will run out of internet eventually, so yeah. just heads up. It gets boring. I do want to- a hobby. Don't go shopping. Uh, don't go grocery shopping on the first or the second. If you could, um, if you could, if you can stand it, because that's when everyone gets their uh, food stamps from the first to the fifth on in California, at least. Yep. They haven't been able to get anything for a while, and so really, just don't don't go right on the first. If you can wait for it, just let people with food stamps get some stuff real quick. Too. Definitely. Here's a weird thing: if you're trying to find stuff and you can't find it. Um, talk to your local restaurants that are only available for takeout and see if you can buy some of their supplies. Yeah, because sometimes you can buy supplies to make food, which is something that I've been trying to do more and that Paige has already mastered, apparently. Yeah. Um, she's a wizard. I don't understand recipes, so to me, every time she does something, it is a spell. <laughs> and I do want to burn her a little bit. Okay. But I keep eating the bread and I get fatter and lazier and I get less inclined to burn her. I know a lot of you have had trouble finding flour. I am finding flour by buying it from restaurants. I'm supposed to go mm -hmm. pick up more flour tonight from a restaurant. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. And also a way to give money to places that otherwise might not continue to be in business. Yeah. And um, a good way to make sure that stuff doesn't go bad. Yeah. 
And so it's one of those things where you could panic buy a bunch of stuff at stores, but there's also all of this stuff that's not being used because restaurants aren't open. See if you can give them some money for it and then you can get the stuff that you need. Yeah. You just have to be prepared to have 25 pound bags of flour, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do anything you can to stay calm. Um, for extra credit, let us know what you would put in your bunker and how you would build it in case of an actual apocalypse, I want to know, like, what things, what are, what things are in your bunker right now? Are you creating blanket forts? What are you bunkering? How are you nest bunkering? Yeah. Bunker where can, nesting. Where can people send those submissions to you? Oh, hey, you can send them to me on all the things at Sundress Comic or on Instagram at Andrea Gazetta. Yeah. And go follow Andrea on Instagram because she's been posting a bunch of really cool content about the stuff she's making and even sometimes the stuff she's not making, like with her painting this morning. Oh, yeah. I made a painting last night and then I didn't like it. But I posted <laughs> the time lapse of me making it and then wiping it away. It is weirdly beautiful to watch <laughs> something so awesome just be like, nope. It's, 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 in, it's, I loved it a lot. Um, hey, I'm Armando. And if you want to send me, um, the story of your wedding DJ. What did they do? What did they wear? Were they creepy and weird? Or were and they who did they go home with? Hell yeah. That's dude. what I want to know. Um, you can go ahead and send that or recommendations for songs that wedding DJs have to play to my Instagram or my Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff. That's M-A-N-D-O does stuff. And thank you so much. You can tell me what are unorthodox names for songs that everyone likes and knows. Ooh. Like Dump Truck for Thong Song. Mm -hmm. I want to know what songs you would call other things. And you could send those to me at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. Like Imagine by John Lennon could be, damn all those people. <laughs> damn, imagine all them people. <laughs> by John Lennon. I'm sorry, <laughs> I ruined John your Lennon? bit. I'm thinking like... Now I can't think of the real name of the song. It's going to drive me nuts. Wait, what say, is it? say, say it, your say thing it. and let's try and guess it. Yeah. Uh, we could do a quiz for this. Big giant butts. You're mm -hmm. thinking of Baby Got Back. That is what I was thinking of. <laughs> and it was Big Butts. <laughs> yeah, Big Giant Butts. So we got Big Giant Butts. We got Dump Truck. A lot of, <laughs> mostly, I'm seeing a pattern. ass-based songs. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made Paige. I think we made Paige do a spit take. No, I was I was able to control it, um, or like uh, the ASPCA song. ASPCA. In the arms of the angel. What is that song called? It's called "In the Arms of the God by Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I just got, I also just only think of it as the sad dog song. Yeah, everybody the does. The sad dog song. Sad dog song. And anyway, like send us those and let us guess them. Please. I want, if you make a quiz, please make a quiz. We'll read it on the air and then we'll post the, on the next episode and then we'll post like the answers in the, in yeah. the Facebook group. Yes. That would be awesome. Speaking of the Facebook group, if you're not in there, you should definitely get on in there. Um, oh my can, God, it's so fun. You can find a link to that on our website at cultpodcastshow.com uh, and then all the way at the bottom there's Facebook group or you can go to Facebook and just search up Cult Podcast and it's the one with all the people raising their hands. Um, also, uh, pertaining to the Facebook group, we are going to be doing a... Uh, a Tiger King episode or bonus episode going over everything that we possibly can in a short amount of time because there is so much 
There's so much and it's so insane. So they're all terrible people. They're all terrible every, people. Every single Everyone person. is terrible. We can't do We spent an hour and a half and or, or whatever and we can't do it anymore. Um but if you haven't seen Tiger King, go watch it so that you can hear what we're saying and go to the Facebook group because they're going wild with memes. And then join a Tiger King meme group, apparently. It's so fun. It's, it's so fun. It is wild. Everyone accuses everyone of being Carol. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the theories about Carol's dead husband abound. It's, it's like that. It's like that show where it's like I'm Spartacus. You know, Spartacus. It's everyone's like I am Spartacus, but you are Carol Baskin. Kind of, yeah. And it's just everyone. I think is kind of dumbfounded by how every single person in it is bad. Yeah. Every person. Has anyone else pointed out the fact that Carol Baskin definitely started coronavirus to get the heat off of her? <laughs> Has anyone put that forth yet? You heard it here first, folks. Uh, Armando Torres coming in with the hot conspiracies. Um, buy my bug out bags. They come with MREs and <laughs> Dippin' Dots, which is frozen my cum. Ugh. I'm imagining hot conspiracies. Don't as... get it hot. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> no. It does not. not it does not de- defrost No, I mean well. like hot conspiracies as in like sexy conspiracies, but it's just like a weird like porn slash talk show. You know how sometimes like dudes will have like hot semi-nude women in their videos just for no reason? Or tigers. Yeah, or tiger. <laughs> like I'm just imagining like hot conspiracies. Call us now. We're 18 and we don't wear shirts. That kind of shit. Tell us about how the lizard people are taking over our government. <laughs> I oh. assume that's what Republicans check up. Wait, Eight, let me read 900 refer- Pyramid. <laughs> All I watch is YouTube videos. <laughs> the earth is flat, but I'm not. <laughs> what do I have underneath this face? Do my eyes blink front to down? Like, Call us to find out. Like a Star Wars door. <laughs> mm. I'll make your penis go front to down. <laughs> In that order. Uh, if you like the show, you can follow us on Instagram at Colt Podcast, or alternatively at Sexy Conspiracy Theories, <laughs> or on Twitter at Sexy Conspiracy. No, at on Twitter at Colt Podcast Show. You can also send us an email to uh, Colt Podcast Show at Sexy Conspiracy Girls dot com. <laughs> and if you want to send us pictures of you being a sexy conspiracy girl, oh my God, please! You can send those to three seven five six. West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, Like, like the, the Shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. And I think I'm going to say don't drink the juices of the expired Walmart meats. Uh, oh. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye. Bye.